Hello and welcome to episode four of the Warning Tap podcast. I'm your host, Wanji, and today I am joined by the most talented person I've ever met, Liana. Hi. Today's episode is going to be about her journey from a Disney fan, like we all are, to a Disney cast member. Before we begin, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share this podcast. New episodes come out every Wednesday. Become a supporter for just 99 cents a month. Um, in order to begin, we can't do this sober, so Liana, what are we drinking? <clears throat> you gonna go first for me? You can go first. Okay. I'll start from the beginning. This is a michelada, mm-hmm. but, however, <laughs> with a twist. <laughs> so, from San Antonio, my Tia Lucia drinks these, has, like, since, like, since I was a kid. For as long as time, she's always drinking micheladas, and we were always, like, disgusting. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Ugh, never. I'm just, I used to be, like, a spirit girl. Chamoy drinks, Jack and Coke, um, basic, literally whatever. It's fruit slushies. It's fine. Not until recently, like as of this year, probably the beginning of this year or end of last year, I got into them. I remember when you started drinking them, I, but we were using different types of beer. You were trying out different mm-hmm. beers to mix because it I with. Because I hate beer. You hate beer. That's correct. I love beer. Well, that's a lie. I like certain beers. I'm mm-hmm. very picky. Exactly. Exactly. So going through my beers, figured out, let me try this tomato juice thing because I love soup, love all types of soup. So I'm like, if I can drink tomato soup and make it alcoholic, I'll do that. <laughs> so essentially it's... I'm using Dos Equis because I think that's my number it's one so best. far. Yeah, I love Dos Equis. It's my number one so far. And Elisa was her mm-hmm. favorite beer too. So I'm like even more so trying to love it even more because <laughs> I love her so much. Um, beer, like half beer, equivalent amount of the, what's it called? Chilada. Is that chilada. the tomato juice? What was it? Clement? 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 Clemento? juice. Because it's clam juice and tomato juice. Okay. Um, a sprinkle of garlic powder, onion powder, garlic salt. I put chamoy in it because I have some from San Antonio. Uh, AlamoCompany.com. They sell it <laughs> online. Um, a rim of tahini, a dash of Worcestershire sauce, and like five dabs of Tabasco sauce. This is like a legit recipe. You put like mm-hmm. s- <laughs> ten different things in it. It's so good. Like it generally is delicious. I tried it. I almost threw the cup because it was <laughs> my body's reaction was like. Nah. And I'm keeping it cash as I usually do. I'm getting, Mm-mm. again, as I did on episode one. Disgusting. A lunchbox, which is orange juice. Um, I actually didn't put beer this time, but it's orange juice and amaretto. And it's good for the morning. Real classy, it's, real classy. If you ever, like, waking up early Sunday morning, you no. want to go read a book, make yourself a lunchbox. Orange juice it's, is disgusting. Orange juice is way better than Clamato. <laughs> Why didn't you put a beer today? I think I just forgot. But that is a lunchbox with the beer, though, right? Yeah, you're supposed to be all three. It's like beer, orange juice, and... Do you put cherries? Because that's what it smells no. like. No. I just, I think just ice is the only thing that's the extra. There's like, that's pretty Either basic. Either way, it's disgusting. And uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> but enjoy your <laughs> cheers. <laughs> All righty. So in order for people to get to know you, we're going to do a quick rapid fire question. I'm ready. Which Hogwarts house are you? Slytherin. Favorite margarita flavor? Lime. Iron Man or Lightning McQueen? Hello. <laughs> I thought you were going to choose another Avenger and I was say, LOL, you idiot. Iron Man or Lightning McQueen? Iron Man or Lightning McQueen? You're disgusting. You, you were disgusting. You're disgusting. You're... Lightning McQueen. Ooh, no. Ooh? I have tattoos of both. Both of them. I was going to say, you have both <laughs> tattoos on your body. So you have uh, to choose. Shit. They're both red. Mm-hmm. They're both men. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iron Man. Iron Man? Are you sure? Is that your final answer? <laughs> Three. Lightning McQueen. So you're not going to be able to choose. <laughs> you're going to go back and forth. 
Lightning Queen. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to go Lightning Queen, but then tomorrow it's going to be Iron Man. We might be. <laughs> All right. Would you rather give up salt or salsa? Who are you? Salsa. <laughs> and last, Lucifer or Mazikeen? You did ask <laughs> I uh, also I asked Jose both. the same question. That's her dogs. Our deal if we break up is he gets Lucifer and I get Mazikeen. That's which you don't know what he answered. You'll no. have to find out. He won't even tell me. I literally have to wait till your episode. Which is surprising because I don't think he can keep secrets at all. So what, that's very surprising. Has. I bet he chose Lucifer though. How did we meet? I'll just tell you. We were re-recording this because <laughs> Anji wasn't even recording our story. But it's okay because I'm enthusiastic. That's all right. <laughs> Technical issues, you know. I'm learning. <laughs> we're all learning here. Exactly. And that's okay. Um, so, back in our college program, years ago, six years now, I come home from work, and Wanji is looking beautiful, just like Bruno Mars with this big old bug eye, sitting on the couch with his legs, just as he's sitting <laughs> right now, which is, how would you describe that? Um, I have my left foot normal, mm-hmm. like as you were sitting, sitting and on the then couch. my right leg is basically crossed, like um, Indian Could- style, which I don't know where we're supposed to do that. Yeah, but- like not crossed like a woman. Just like And my foot is under my my knee. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Exactly. Just like that. He is wearing his legs. It's like a flamingo. Form. A flamingo. A sitting yes, flamingo. I'm sitting flamingo. That's basically how I'm sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, get home, I'm still in my work clothes. Looks like a bowling shirt. You're in your work clothes with your red shorts, white shirt, red hat. Was that in uniform? Yeah. I thought I just came to visit. No, no, I, you were in your uniform. I don't think so. Yes, you were. Because I remember it was the first How would I memorize that? It was August seventeenth. It was our first day, and all my roommates were like visiting their other friends. I'm like, oh, why no Jen? Let me go visit what her. What were you wearing? So I took the probably just normal clothes. No. It was red shorts. They were poofy. I don't own any red poofy shorts. Your work shorts. I was not wearing my work shorts. Well, maybe that's what I wanted you to wear. <laughs> so, was sitting on the couch. I, like, I normally go into my room to put my things away, but I was already infatuated. So I sat down and was like, oh, hey, hi, what's up? Who are you? What's going on? Like, because <laughs> you weren't even talking to Jen. You were literally just sitting on our couch. I don't know where Jen was in the kitchen or something. And um, I don't remember anything we talked about. I remember you were making those Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And what do you put on it? I make everybody try that. Everyone um, needs to hear about this recipe, which it's interesting. <laughs> All right. Please describe your hot Cheeto recipe that you make everybody try. I need to make a name for them, honestly. You should. <laughs> I can honestly feel like I could sell them, too. I once actually submitted I mean, they make all to Cheetos. different types of Cheetos now. Might as exactly. well. Um, so lemon lime beer salt. Because... You need the extra lemon lime. And then my extra magic is my lemon lime Kool-Aid. It's the green package of Kool-Aid, not the yellow, which lemon tastes good, grape tastes good, cherry tastes good, any kind of Kool-Aid, honestly. But if you want them sour and drooling over <laughs> lemon lime Kool-Aid. And then you can also put lemon juice if you feel like it. And then you can pour those into your michelada if you also feel like it. It's an interesting taste. <laughs> I didn't. I don't hate it. It's not, probably not my go-to, but it's interesting. I think everyone should try it, though. They get rid of headaches. I think for, like, the first couple months that we were married, I was like, oh, these are pretty good. I kept trying it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to regular <laughs> Cheetos. I'm Cheeto, please. <laughs> All right. So do you remember, like, what made you fall in love with Disney as a kid? Um. Oh, yeah. Um. I just had a random... <laughs> <laughs> a random thought. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, falling in love with Disney it just was around me so much with my mom and my sisters Uh, my parents were divorced when I was three so I would have like my mom's side of Disney and then my dad's side of Disney which mom's side was very cute every single Disney movie possible we owned all of them like I said we had a collection bigger than your collection all right so how did you fall in love with Disney 
So I've always grown up with Disney, like many of us have. But watching all the movies, I think even I looked at my little notes right now because Wanji sent me a, a sheet to look at. <laughs> Some um, talking points. <laughs> like, it's not Beauty and the Beast Part 2, but it's there's a the, Christmas one. The Christmas one? one? Yeah, yeah. That one goes so hard. It takes place in the middle of Beauty and the Beast. So, yeah. like, that snow scene where they're throwing snowballs, mm-hmm. that's when that movie takes place. Mm-hmm. Which is really weird if you think about it, but... <laughs> Yeah. But I love that movie. Like, mm-hmm. we watch that also on repeat randomly. And I think that's one of the reasons, too, that I love Christmas so much. Like, I'm a whore for Christmas. Like, <laughs> I love Christmas so much because of just the feeling it gives me. Like, and thinking about it, Christmas gives me the same feelings that Disney makes me feel. And so I think that's why I've also always pushed for Disney because I just want to feel like this all mm-hmm. the time, which I've successfully done so for many years. But I've just grown up with it, just the storytelling the characters like they're they don't know it but they're my family and like it, i have my family to think for that because they're the ones who showed it to me my mom has tinker like tinkerbell is her number one favorite she's gonna get her tattooed um bell's lisa's favorite like everyone has their favorite mm-hmm. so disney's just been such a huge part of all of our lives speaking of favorites what is your favorite <clears throat> disney and or pixar movie one for both categories uh please. disney and ooh, disney and pixar yes. oh i do is oh oh my god okay it's had Three thoughts right now. <laughs> so I wrote down A Bug's Life and The Night Before Christmas. So technically The Night Before Christmas mm-hmm. and A Bug's Life. It's about Christmas. And Jack Skeleton is like on the same level of men as Lightning McQueen and Iron Man. Like if you had me pick between all three, I'd be even more lost. <laughs> because what I like the most about him is he's a bad bitch who just lost his way. And he had to get reminded who he is, is who he is. Like he's Jack, the pumpkin king. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, like listen to his prelude song. Is that I think it's called Prelude. Yeah, the prelude. Uh, prologue. Ja- no, it's pre- Jack's Lamont. Jack's Lane. Lamont or something like that. Lamont. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but word. it's the one at the end though, where when he's, he's like, like what after he crashes. Uh huh. I want to say it's Jack's Lamont or something like that. Yeah, uh, we'll yeah. look it up and figure it out yeah. later. But I know it's yeah. something like that. Uh, because it's that whole song where he has his and I, Jack, the pumpkin, pumpkin king. king, and he's like. Wait a minute. That's right. I am the pumpkin king. And I just can't wait until next Halloween. Like he gets excited to be who he is again because he just lost his way, which we all lose our way all the time. But then we get reminded about who we are at the core and what we love about ourselves. Like iconic. Same with Lightning McQueen. He is like this badass motherfucker. Racer is never lost. He's a rookie. And he... He's on his way to go win another race because, you know, it's just down to the three. And then he gets lost in Radiator Springs, gets humbled because we also need a good humbling mm. every now and then. But then with the right friendship, they all push him back to be who he is at the end of the day, which is Pissing Cup champion. You know what I mean? And then Iron Man, cocky motherfucker as well. <laughs> he's He's got all the stuff, but he backs it up, which if I can be like all three of these people, I just, like that's my dream. Like they're, they all teach such good and bad sometimes, like uh, life mottos. You know, like if you're going to be cocky, at least back it up. If you're going to be like super boastful, at least be humble also. And if you're going to stray from your path, always at least remember who you are, you know? I feel like you should be the spokesperson for the Cars movies because I (laughs) absolutely do dislike (laughs) Cars movie, but you made it sound like life-changing experience that it everyone is. should watch but when i saw that movie it was just two hours of him 
I just let my brain take over and I saw Enchanted and I was like, yeah, and hands down because it is animated, but then in the middle of it turns light. Like, and then her story is just as cute. And then the love triangle that they create, next level. Like they end up switching places. How cute is that? I love a good love story. Elsa's in it the first time. Exactly. And she gets to go live her best life in the animated world. (laughs) Like, so good. And then I put two because I have another one, which that one. I love because it was a classic Disney movie brought to life. Um, but then one of the ones that I remember that really made me, like I sat down and drew every single costume from this movie, even though the movie is not the <laughs> best. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, that movie is <laughs> trash. But one of her dresses, so the evil queen, no one cares about what Kristen Stewart wore. <laughs> None of her, I can't even tell you what she looks like. But the queen. Yes, I will give it up to um, Charlie Theron. Theron? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. she yep. she can do no wrong in any role. So you're right. She does mm-hmm. like she she gives me like the way she looks and the way you look at um, Angelina Jolie and Maleficent. I was just thinking of Angelina. Like yeah. they're just so like oh my god! Like just that image alone is like that's that looks awesome. Exactly. Movies, but the images are amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite theme park? I well okay so my first not having been to Disney thinking about it is magic kingdom obviously mm-hmm. the castle's there having been at disney many times it was hollywood studios because of the osborne lights and mm-hmm. that little town that they had which no longer exists doesn't exist they tore it down and they had lights motors action which lightning mcqueen oh, came yeah. out yeah i remember that and they got rid of that as well for star wars star wars should have had its own land it should it have should been its have, own like park. they don't have enough land it should have been its own park in general because exactly. there's so much they could have done with that. So I agree. They should have done something different. They can get rid of the safari and put Star Wars in the safari. There could have been so much. (laughs) So many things could have happened. So many things. So no aliens walking around. I'm so waiting for that. As they promised. I know. Day one, but you know, whatever. I know. But since all that got closed down, between Epcot and Magic Kingdom, like I like how Magic Kingdom makes me feel, Mm -hmm. but I like how Epcot makes me feel. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Once you go through all the country, you're feeling a certain way. (laughs) I think mine was the Food and Wine Festival was my favorite, but what was mm-hmm. yours? It was, I remember it was uh, Festival of Festival of Holidays. Mm-hmm. And why is Festival of Holidays your favorite? Because I'm a whore for Christmas, <laughs> I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's get to your career. Mm-hmm. How did you become a Disney, well, I guess you started, how did you graduate? Like, mm-hmm. you became a Disney pattern maker, but like, what led up to that? Like, what education did you need? How did mm-hmm. you go to the college program and then your path to a pattern okay. maker? Okay, growing up, I always had just announced that I want to make princess dresses or make costumes for Disney movies. Like, no other movies really, just Disney. Like, I need to work for Disney. I want to make their clothes so bad. Not just for the sake of making their clothes, but, like, seeing videos of, like, other people being so happy to meet their favorite characters. It just always struck me in my heart. Like, I just I want to be a part of making other people happy in that way. And... I've always been crafty my whole life. Like, I've always loved drawing. I've always loved making things. Um, I got into sewing in high school because in high school is when I decided that I want to make their costumes because even before that, I wanted to work for Disney. I wanted to make their dresses, but I didn't know exactly which route to take. Like, do I want to go for the Barbie dolls? Do I want to be an artist for them? Do I want to do the animation? Like, and since I was in high school or middle school, you don't have to make the decision just yet. You can. Mm-hmm. It's not till college that you decide which route you want to go. And so in high school is when I decided it's the clothes. Like, I want to make their clothes. So I took the – we had a random class where you sewed um, home economics. 
economics. Yeah, home economics. Um, but everyone always took that class as like a bullshit class to not do anything. Mm -hmm. And so I was the only one who sewed because our even our teacher, she just was also teaching it as like a bullshit class that she's getting paycheck. <laughs> she don't know anything about sewing. But she let me sew. She let me use all their supplies, all their everything. People would just chill and do whatever they wanted. But I always sewed little bows, little hats, little purses. <laughs> and um, I would just start giving them away to people in class. Or sometimes people would give me money. <laughs> and uh, Using the school supplies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Then just started drawing princess dresses, started making whole collections based off like the night before Christmas. And then um, come senior year... Uh, applying to colleges, I applied to a few that had fashion design programs, mm -hmm. and I got into the one that was local, and I wanted to stay local because I'm Hispanic, <laughs> <laughs> and so I went and chose that one, but it happens to be a really good school, like one of the top fashion departments, like they know their stuff. It was there that I decided to do fashion design, and their curriculum for it was crazy amazing, 100% failed my first year, so my second year, I took two years in one year, like oh, they allowed shit. me, only, and they only allowed me which not to sound cocky or anything, but because they knew I had potential that I was doing what I was doing already, but I just wasn't submitting do. work. Because like, mm -hmm. okay. I was sewing all day, I was patterning all day. Like my work was really good, mm -hmm. but I didn't care for deadlines. I didn't care for the rules. Mm -hmm. I didn't care for my American history up until 1830. Like I didn't Genetic care. Classes? Fuck that. No, yeah, it was so dumb. But it was a private school, so it highly like you had to take. I think it was like 160 credits. It was a lot. Um, 160? I yeah. thought it was like 120 is like the norm. Tell it to the Ugh. judge. <laughs> uh, so I decided I wanted to do Disney, right? And all my teachers, I let them fully know, I'm getting this degree to work at Disney. Mm -hmm. So please, can I do all my projects like how I think it might be at Disney? And they're ever so nice that they allowed me to. So like all my, pretty much all my projects that I've done were Disney related, either based on a movie or they challenged me too. And it's like, okay, you want to do that? We'll make me children's clothes this week instead. So I would always do something Disney related. In the middle of college, I was doing YouTube and stuff at the same time. And I would always just talk about my life plan. And I always write out all my goals. I even have a video that's private now because it's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I think it was filmed when my freshman year of college where I, had, I read out all my goals list and like my number seven goal is like to be a Disney pattern maker. Like I'm going to be one, like no if, ands, or buts. I feel like you showed us this video once. It was, <laughs> you're in your room, weren't you? Um, on a chair on the patio. Like I just, I already announced it in college. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to work for Disney someday. Like I'm going to, I need these skills to work there. Should I keep going? Or mm -hmm. like, is this all still related? Like yeah. how far? All, is every, tell us about the education to get, become a Disney okay, pattern okay. maker. So like, <clears throat> this is all relevant. Um, during college, oh yeah, because I took a year off. So during college, my teachers also kind of pimped me out to other people <laughs> um, just because they were really nice. They loved me and my other friend too. Um, like they helped me in any way that I could. Like they got me some illustration gigs like at Nordstorms, at Macy's to like draw people. So that also helped my skills. Those two things are on my resume. So it's like <laughs> relevant. Yeah. And um, my even my whole senior collection, which is like how people do, what are those things called? Theses? Mm -hmm, the thesis. Um, ours was doing a fashion show because okay. that's what our degree was. And same amount of hours guarantee you the same amount of work. Cause like I didn't sleep whatsoever, but we would also me and my friend, uh, Bianca, Tessa and Allie would mm. go out like three times a week and like <laughs> pull all nighters and then go to a class the next day. Oh, such a fun time. <laughs> I love them so much. I still visit them. We have a group message called hot ass hoes. <laughs> well, we used to be hot ass hoes. 
And then maybe about two years ago, we changed it to hot ass grown women. <laughs> so now we're like grown up. Now you're classy. Because we all have like cute grown up jobs now. Um, mm-hmm. Tessa is like one of the lead designers for a suit company called Bespoke. I'm doing what I do, essentially. Used to. <laughs> and uh, so we would always party. We would always go to school. Still with the same goals in mind. Graduated. I got my degree. I had already planned out that as soon as I graduated that I was going to apply for the Disney College program. I just heard of it because I followed so many YouTubers. Like that's also where we bonded, Patrick. Uh, the thing was, oh, yeah. like I watched um, them all the time. We used to watch. I think. Well, <laughs> I think you introduced me to the Thingma vlogs. Oh, probably. that's what it was called, right? Mm-hmm. I just remember you showing me the, all those videos. I'm like, oh, cool. And then I saw mm-hmm. this guy. I'm like, oh, who's Patrick? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that's how I got into them watching them. And yeah, exactly. And uh, it, like even before them, they were all individual YouTubers, and there were just other YouTubers that all did the college program because I didn't know what that was. No mm-hmm. one advertised for it, and yeah, I remember watching like dozens of YouTube videos, just mm-hmm. like trying to learn about the Disney College Program. And then I had um, a friend in college who did the college program, so oh, really? like, I messaged her and kind of found out about it. And so I was like, okay, I think I really want to do this. And this is when I was living in my first apartment ever in back home uh, with my friend Angela, and then that's so I was like, you know, I really want to do this, and I applied. And I got in, I was like, well, shit, this is real, which is very odd for me because everyone who knows me, <laughs> I mean, it's so much anxiety and I, all the time. I can't, like, I don't like going to places I don't know anybody. I'm yeah. like, oh, stranger danger. <laughs> so, like, me literally moving from Illinois to Florida, not knowing a single person, mm-hmm. zero friends, that was, like, a big it's move. Crazy. That was a crazy big it move. It genuinely is crazy when you think about it. And then trying to tell your family about it, like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna apply to the Disney College program. What is that? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody. I was like, I it was really hard to explain. I'm like, it's not an internship, but like, kind of because like we're doing. You could well, you could be doing something that you might mm-hmm. like want to do Disney in your field. On your resume. Yeah, it's literally just to have mm-hmm. the word Disney on your resume that really starts conversations. I remember interviewing once I was done with the program, or even in school too. Like um, when I'm back to school to Chicago State. I was just like asking, like, oh, what do you like talk about yourself? Like, oh, I did the Disney college program. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Disney you did Disney? Program? You worked at Disney? I'm like, yeah, like, it's not that special. I was a lifeguard at Disney, but yeah. like, yeah. that way, but also like wrote like all the other stuff you got to do. Like, Disney had classes you guys could take while we were in the program. So, like, I would write all those stuff out. So, I would over, yeah, over the, uh, say what I was actually doing in the college program to make yeah. it sound cooler. But, like, yeah, that's part of the Disney college program. <laughs> Uh, I wish I did. I, I, in theory, thought about signing up for those classes, but we ended up not doing it. It was literally just like Disney 101. It was like learning about the history, mm-hmm. which was cool. I think I saw the notes somewhere. Like, I Wait, saved actually, them maybe all. Maybe I did go to one. I know they offered them like every little while. Mm-hmm. They weren't really long. They were like, did they sometimes have popcorn? No, that was a movie night. I went to a movie night. <laughs> that was just a movie night in the, in the housing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, so good. But See, the college program is so good. And I also now today too, which sucks though, because it's not a thing right now. Yeah. But I hope they before <laughs> I would always tell everybody, like, dude, if you don't know yet what you want to do, apply to the Disney College program because it's like a space to figure it's out a, what you want to do. And it's a fun semester. Like you're working, yeah. you're getting you're friends. going to all these Disney stuff, you go to the parks, making mm-hmm. friends, and you're gonna like, have there's connections. There's no going lose forward. at all in it. Sure, there's people who have bad experiences, mm-hmm. but it is what you make it. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like the the good outweighs the bad. Yeah, I think so. Especially depending on what your job was. I think I was lucky enough where our hours were set. We open at this time and close at this time. There was never oh, yeah. an extension of hours. You might extend like if you work the morning shift, hey, can you also work PM mm-hmm. because they were short staffed. Mm-hmm. But I think for 
a lot of my other, our other friends, they always got extended because extra magic hours and shit. So Jen they would work like sixty. They would work all fucking day. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm like, mm, nope, I'm home at the same time. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing that. Yep, I got lucky because so when I applied for the college program and they did the phone interviews and stuff, like. On my phone interview, I was like, so anything costume related, like, I would love that. Like, please, like, if you want me to watch them, I will watch them. Like, <laughs> I have a degree in fashion design. Like, I'm trying to work. Like, I'm I'm trying to go yeah, be a fashion you. person there. Please. Like, so anything costume. Like, please. <laughs> and I've seen videos before of people talking about the costume and that it kind of is over. Like, too many people get it or not enough people get it because, um of where it is and it's so there's a lot of places but then i did get costuming and i was so excited (laughs) (laughs) like when i got uh to our day one of orientation um and then i saw my little costume post hostess i was like no way (laughs) because that's like according to plan like that's exactly what i wanted i would have been fine if i got like food and beverage because like i would still do what is on my plan which is start googling people that i hear names about to try Mm -hmm. to figure out where i need to go Cause like I have my degree now, like I'm ready to stay and here. You're in you're in the company, mm-hmm. so you just in gotta the company. You just gotta zigzag your way to the exactly. position that you want. And so just helped out to do mm-hmm. costuming because then flash forward like three years, I'm giving my well actually when I was a host hostess, this was very like not beneficial to us for this reason. So it's like it helped out because there's people who do now pattern makers who've never been in like I washed clothes like that was one of my jobs is mm-hmm. I did um I was a host hostess in the character room at Animal Kingdom uh Festival of the Lion King I was a dresser and a ho uh a ho, a ho. <laughs> <laughs> obviously and um then I worked operational costumes mm-hmm. at all four parks and so that's where I got to pick up and have the most fun and what was fun too was I got to meet I was at all four parks, so I got to meet a lot of people. But then not that many because it was host hostesses. There's like eight a shift. You know, there's not a lot. And most times it's like four full-timers, the older people, (laughs) and then four college friends, which is my friend Alex, Monica, Michelle, and then other ones that aren't here anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to be at Character Room first was my home base. And that's literally maintaining all the costumes from characters to uh, entertainment dancing roles. Um, fully washing them, hanging them, drying them, and then prepping them for the next day, and then repeat like every day. It was just the repeat. Mm-hmm. You get a same track list, and you do that as often mm-hmm. as you go to work. And then at Lion King, I was a dresser, so it's like uh, the show is ten times a day, uh, two different casts for the ten times a day, and I depending on what track you had, you would dress like the singer. I would put his cape on right before he went out. Do it 10 times a day. And at the end of the day, we would get all their clothes. We would wash them, hang them, dry them, and then again, repeat the next day. And then for host hostesses at the operations, that's where it's like, if you did that, you've earned your status to like talk any shit that you want. <laughs> because until you smelled food and wine chef pants by uh, the bin load, you can't say shit. Like you don't know shit, you know? But I did that. I did my time. So, like, I can say whatever I want because, like, I did that. You know, I washed so much clothes, which is why I asked my boyfriend, Jose, I don't do laundry here. <laughs> I don't tell You're like, it. I'm done. I did it for years. Exactly. Oh, it takes oh, every day. Basically. For it felt like years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm done. I don't do laundry. It takes me weeks to put it away because that was my actual job. Yeah. But it helped for me because, again, I got super knowledgeable in it. Um, from there, it's like if you click on 
my manager and see who they're all related to. Like there's names that I was starting to see like, oh, they sound important. Mm-hmm. So I'll just write their names down, get to know who they are. And they don't know, <laughs> but I would. And then, um, uh, that, yeah, that's it from college program. Did that, did it, did it go off the rail? No, that was good. Okay. It was just, so we finished our first college program in 2015. Mm-hmm. And then I went back home. Mm-hmm. You extended. So you stayed up till what? Like um, a couple months, I guess. Um, I ended up getting. I know I graduated the college program, but I also got three reprimands. <laughs> <laughs> so I was ineligible to transfer. <laughs> but my sister had her twins. I had to go home. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna. Not hello. Yeah, family first. Exactly. So I don't actually. That's why that whole time was a blur because I was flying a lot too. Mm-hmm. I was flying a lot. I was getting in trouble <laughs> uh, and then trying to figure out where we're going to live because our apartments, you can't live there anymore. And then trying to figure out my friends, are they staying or not? And which at the time they said no. So I moved somewhere else. And then they said, you actually, yeah, I'm going to stay. Like, bitch, screw you. <laughs> but it's okay, whatever. Um, and then. And then you American. started working for Universal? Yes, because Disney said, no, thank you. <laughs> well, okay, so rewind. Um, in December, while I was doing my college program, the new apps came out for the next season of internships, like the college program or the professional internships. Mm-hmm. And on my plan was I'm going to do the professional internship next in the workroom of Creative Classrooming. Like, that's what it was called. And that just sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. So yes, please put me in a workroom and creative costume. Like, yes, please. So I applied to that, sent them my portfolio, um, sent them my resume, made it to the phone interview. Um, and this is while I'm still a CP. They call me, woman's name is Donna. Um, I'm on a, uh, what's that called? A speaker call with two people. So okay. it's Donna and Steve. And I'm like, oh my God, hi. Like, this is my name, Leanna. Like, I would love to be an intern. This would be fantastic. And um, he's like, wait, you're here and you're doing the college program right now? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, then why are we on the phone? Why don't we just meet you? I'm like, <laughs> yes, please. That would be fantastic. And they're like, okay, so we'll schedule you next week or something. I'm like, okay, perfect, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. I put on my best pair of pants <laughs> and then I got my big old portfolio and I'm ready to go. And I go to this interview. It's in the back of Hollywood Studios, like a closed off. There's windows, but you can't see in. They're mirrored windows, right? I'm trying to find someone at a door because it's 8 in the morning. The park opens at 9, so there's nobody around. And I, find, I eventually find, like, some person, and they didn't look at me. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> so I'm just standing outside the building trying to figure it out. And then I'm like, I go to a door again, and I'm just knocking. But it's a mirror door, so I feel stupid. And finally, someone opens it, and they're like, um, hello? <laughs> Can I help you? I'm like, I don't know. I'm looking for Donna. I have an interview for an internship. And she's like, uh, okay, here, come on, and you can just wait in the lobby. And then so I sit down in the lobby, and there's, uh, like, little dress forms of, like, Cinderella's dress on it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is, like, I'm already, like, about to get emotional because I'm a crier. And um, it was Cinderella's finished dress and Cinderella's muslin sample dress, which is, like, a half costume with the pencil writing all over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was crying. And then that same woman comes back. No, another woman comes back, and she's like, um, hi, are you ready? And I'm like, yeah, like, of course. And she's like, okay, so you'll have, like – um, follow me. You can uh, bring your things, put them in this room. So you'll have you have ten hours. And I'm like, hmm, okay, an interview. <laughs> like, okay. And she's like, yeah. So ten hours. Here's your fabric. Here's your. Um, we have all the sewing supplies that supplies that you need. Like, go off, do your thing. Um, here's your drawing. And she explained to me directions of 
that I'm going to have to lift, make a pattern from this drawing that she gave me and then write down information on what I might need to make it, how to make it. And then when I'm done, let me know. So you just thought you were going to go in for a conversation yeah. and look at your pictures and be like, okay, let's come yeah, back and do some other shit. Exactly. But they said, oh, no, here, here, stay in this room, have some fun, we'll be back. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, please. Because then I'm in where the test was, was the workroom. So there's like all these other pattern tables. There was four. I see all these seamstresses working and everyone's like looking at me and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. And then right next to me, there was a fitting going on. And I see like, uh, who now I know, his name was Steve, um, another Steve. Um, they were having a fitting for um, Hans from Frozen, okay. and it was plain colored, nothing fancy. Was this before it? Fro- no, Fro- Frozen yeah. already came out. Uh, right? Frozen the movie came out, but the mm. characters hadn't came okay, out. Okay, okay. And there's a fitting, and I was like, like that's freaking Hans from Frozen. His right there. <laughs> so I'm like freaking out while I'm like doing this pattern that I hadn't like I mentally. But I'm ready. Like, I'll do it. Please yeah. let me do it. And then probably like four or five hours go by. I hadn't seen Donna, the woman that I spoke to on the phone at all until like I see this woman come towards me and she's like, Leanna? I'm like, hi. She's like, I'm Donna. I'm like, oh, hi, Donna. I'm Leanna. Like, nice to meet you, handshake. And uh, she's like, so you're just doing the pattern test? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I thought you were you were scheduled for this. I'm like, no, but I said I'll do it. So I'm, I'm having fun. Can I keep going? And she's like, yes, of course you keep going. But I, like, we were just going to do an interview. Like, it completely slipped my mind. And I think we had another, like, a pattern test, but she didn't show. So I'm like, <laughs> so, so it works for me. So I'm doing it. I finish it probably in, like, six hours. I went to the bathroom. And I have the picture still where I took selfies in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, so excited. And I took, like, four because also I already knew phones are a Mm no-go and um i was so excited anyways finished my test they took pictures of it and then i went into donna's office and she's like all right so let's look at your portfolio and she's looking through she's like oh this is great like and she starts telling me about all the roles that they have and talking about pattern making and um the seamstress positions like there's so many positions and she's like so let's go to lunch i'm like okay so she took me like a manager and i knew too she had told me that Okay, so then she's like, let's go to lunch. She's going to take me to lunch. And uh, hello, yes, because I had learned, um, like, right when we were talking before, she used to be a designer for Disney. So me, having taken this test, like, already fangirling, I'm like, a designer mm-hmm. wants to take me to lunch. A Disney designer. Exactly. I'm screaming on the inside. Like, this is my dream. And um, she takes me to Coronado Springs. So I'm like, Oh, we're even not even going to McDonald's? Like, okay. (laughs) Moe's. And we go get sushi. And as I'm, like, opening my sushi, all excited, she's like, so we're also, we ended up going with someone else for the internship. And she's just got a little bit more 3D experience. And, but we definitely would love to hear back from you, like, for something else or something. And I'm like, exactly. Break down right there. Exactly. Eating my sushi. My sushi tasted disgusting. Like, (laughs) I was so sad. It wasn't even good sushi. (laughs) It wasn't even good. And because, but why, why go to lunch? Like, why, why call me in for an interview? She should let you finish and be like, (laughs) JK, we've positions filled or I was something so confused like if they filled the position because she had she said they already filled it that mm-hmm. they're going with someone else and i'm like okay um yeah and she's like so but in the future like definitely apply blah 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 and i'm like okay <laughs> sounds good she's like 
whatever. We go back to the building. I finished gathering my things and like, I'm already so sad. And it was in December. So like, I wasn't done with my regular job, so, mm. but at least I already knew what I did. I was ready. Honestly, even I think my Facebook post that day was like, I can go home and I genuinely feel okay because I got to pattern and make something in a Disney workroom. And you made a connection with Exactly. You know, got to meet a designer, mm-hmm. got to be around such creative masterminds because she gave me a tour, which was, which is funny now because uh, I would talk about it with my coworkers now and describing where they sit like I met them all that day you know oh, really the woman who like arranged my pattern test is Elizabeth like the woman who made me this blanket like you know That's so cute. it's like it's so cute seeing the full circle how it came around and they were like Elizabeth remembers me because she was also like just as shocked that I just jumped into this 10-hour pattern test with no preparation mm. no nothing because people at least know about what they're yeah, doing they know what you they're know? Into, like all right <laughs> so i always stood out to no her, pee breaks. Which, shout out to elizabeth i love you so i go back home i continue working and i don't hear from them like nothing i had gotten i sent down an email like a follow-up because mm-hmm. they say you should send a follow-up email so i guess one of the phone you know follow blah, blah, blah. and she responded to me for months and then she randomly emailed me um just another casual like there's nothing open right now but should there ever be something like i'll let you know nothing so come the end of my college program i have my reprimands which means i can't transfer i can't stay which is fine (laughs) um i applied i wanted to stay in florida though to keep pursuing disney because i already knew i'm gonna work for disney like i'm going to Um, i applied for universal they have a fabrication specialist is what they were called and I didn't know exactly what they do, but I want to be on anything that I says fabrication fabric in specialist. It, so I'm pretty sure you, exactly. you figured so it out. Applied to that. They said, all right, we have a sewing test as well, which their sewing test is much more genius. Like, because their sewing test was you make a garment bag. So they get all these garment bags <laughs> made by people who are just trying to work there. And they just sell them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so my garment bag, beautiful. Like, it was red. The zipper was perfect. Like... I walked into that room. I had saw Kelsey, who I had kind of sort of knew, not really, was already working there. And I was mm-hmm. like, kind of shook because I didn't know she worked there. She never said she did. I'm like, hmm, you have a secret life over here, Kelsey. <laughs> and uh, their room was a warehouse. It wasn't on Universal property, but it was beautiful. Like there was cubicles and in the cubicles was everyone had their own sewing machine decorated however the fuck they wanted it. Like it was so cute people with like little cat ear headphones like the vibe in there everyone got to express themselves yeah, basically so much more expressive mm-hmm. that i had that i've never seen before mm-hmm. and then it was just so different because i'm used to like disney princesses i'm used to like winnie the pooh and Lightning mcqueen uh. mm-hmm. when you walk into there like i see people working on harry potter i see archie Wizards. i see betty boop i'm like oh this is different like i had no i had, <laughs> like completely space most of randomest things like oh yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so i applied i made my garment bag didn't hear back for weeks and i have no job at the time because disney done i have no job i applied at tj maxx to be a sales associate Mm. and um tj maxx called me back and they're like uh hello we're looking at your resume you want to be the manager and i'm like "Mm, (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like well i'll be honest i just applied to universal and i also applied to disney a long time ago Mm -hmm. but i haven't heard from both and if, but and if, if you do, me, you're like, going to go. go. Yeah. And they're like, like, honestly, like, okay. Like, we think you could do some good stuff. Maybe yeah. Even if you wanted to teach classes here too. Like, yes. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, sure. So, I feel like I didn't know any part of the story. I thought you told me your whole no, story of how you got to. Nope, nope. I'm learning so much uh, today. <laughs> got offered literally to be the manager. Mm-hmm. And so the next day after that, I, it was literally my day one 
essentially, what would it be? Like I accepted the position. No, they offered me the position. The next day was me either accepting or not. Mm -hmm. That day, Universal called me. <laughs> so so TJ Maxx is going to pay more, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but Universal was, it's along the lines of what I want to do. And the experience. There's of... TJ Maxx's all over the world. Like I'm in Florida. Mm -hmm. Give me a reason to be in specifically for like Florida, you know? So I'm like, I'm sorry, TJ Maxx, but Universal called me today. They're like, ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> Never heard from them again. Go to Universal. And like on my day one, my orientation, like the traditions equivalent, which do you want to explain what traditions is? Traditions within a college program? Yeah. It's basically an orientation, right? I, it's been so long, so I barely uh -huh. remember it. But basically, everyone in the college program basically learned all the rules and like what the Disney college program is and just Disney in general. I actually don't remember a lot of what we did there. <laughs> I do remember we walked into the room and they had like a screen with everyone's name was showing up. And they had Wanji. And I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> because I was like, oh, I'm expecting like Juan because they all use my legal name. But I'm like, oh, no, they have the, my chosen name mm -hmm. is on the screen right now. So cute. I also remember that day because I was really pissed off because I had shaved the day before. And some guy said my beard was still too long. I'm like, what are you talking about? I literally just shaved. Like, are you growing it out? I'm like, no. So they wouldn't have to shave. So I had to leave in the middle of training or really? orientation to go shave. And you know, the razors are fucking the cheap ass ones. I was yeah. bleeding. So I had stayed in the bathroom for an extra 20 minutes just to like oh stop bleeding. <laughs> and then so I missed so much and I went back to it. Disney and look he's is like, a scam. And he was like, oh, you since you missed so much, you have to come back and do it again. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're mm -hmm. the one who sent me because my beard from yesterday that I shaved. So mm -hmm. 20 minutes, not even a night. Ugh. That's disgusting. I, that was the most annoying day. I hate that. But everything else is great. Ugh, literally. <laughs> but, what else? Okay. What, what do we do in tradition? I don't, I don't remember. Um, uh, essentially inspired you about the Disney company again. Mm -hmm. uh, talked about like, or did at least montages of Disney movies. Oh yeah, that, when they show, quotes, whenever they show Disney shit, I'm just like everyone's crying. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> Showing kids meeting Disney characters, like, ah, uh, love it. So Universal's was the same, but Universal's. So like I'm Shrek. sitting there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I got fully, it's like my brain was just turned off to anything that wasn't Disney. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm sitting there, like I cried with like excited emotions because Universal, we forget how mm -hmm. much bomb shit is Universal. How to Train Your Dragon. Harry Potter, DreamWorks, like all of that. Like they have just as much e equal to Disney type mm -hmm. of feelings and movies and shows like the the list is endless. They have the more adult stuff, you know, like the. They have like a, a, a for all ages. I feel like mm -hmm. Disney mostly just has for kids. Obviously, has for mm -hmm. not kids too, like adult stuff. But Universal just has. They have more. They have the horror they have franchise. SpongeBob. Exactly. So much of everything. So I was already like they getting Barney so too, which was really random. Barney, I didn't know they ET, Men in Black. <laughs> like the list is endless. Like the Simpsons. Well, not anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but. So I was getting so pumped to work there. So then uh, first day at the workshop, I get there. I'm introduced, which was already so cool because like, the attention, everybody. You go into the, so they she walks me into the warehouse and I can see everybody. Like there's less than 30 people, less than 30 seamstresses, which to me was already like, wow, that's not a lot mm -hmm. for a big ass theme park. I get introduced. She takes me to like my sewing machine and like gives me the most beautiful sewing kit that has everything magical I could ever need to sew and do things. And I was so excited. And then I even got emotional again because it was a dream, like another dream job that I just didn't know that I had. Like as soon as I sat down and they started telling me what to do, I'm like, yes, 
Like, yes, 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 yes. Like, I could do that 100%. Let me do that. And it would be um, theirs. They were like a one-shop type of place. They have workrooms in the parks for alterations. Mm -hmm. But at this place, we would start costumes from scratch and then build the full par. But we would also do it all ourselves. So it's like, say I had uh, the Grinch. I would get Grinch's pattern. I would cut all of Grinch, and I would sew all of Grinch, like 30. The Simpsons. I would re. I would apply the stones to like Harry Potter dresses one at a time. That was me doing it. Mm-hmm. It'd start off with no gems. It would have all the gems by the time. Do you um, remember all the costumes or like stuff that you made? Mm-hmm. Was there anything like you were just making another one yeah. and beside and stuff like you made like you were the you original made, made this like no one else made this before you. One hundred. Um. So one of our accomplishments, or when I got hired, probably a month in, was we. St- it was like, all right, guys. Halloween Horror Nights 26 is coming. And it was an iconic Halloween Horror Nights because the host was going to be Chance, who is, what's the clown's name? Uh, He's like an iconic clown. I have I know Pennywise. No, he the looks like Pennywise. Clown. He looks like Pennywise. Um, but Chance is his girlfriend. I've never heard of this story. Wow, you call yourself know. a horror fan? I've never heard of these these clowns. I've I seen know the, his I name. thought they were just generic clowns that they just I made and put out, out there. Real quick. No chance the rapper. Nope. It's clown. I've seen him in like his in um like images like at the park for like mm-hmm, advertisement, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that was an actual like character. I yes, thought it was just like something spooky that they put. Halloween horror night. Full of carnage. And the <laughs> costume that they designed for her was like teal corset with like a tutu with red everywhere and like blood and her lips with that Pennywise type of smile. Mm -hmm. She was going to be iconic. And so everybody was pumped. And so we had our big old meeting of like, all right, guys, Halloween Horror Nights is coming. And this is my first time like in this horror type of realm that I've never been before Mm because I'm used to Disney. Horror doesn't exist. (laughs) And so she starts a big old binder of all right, whenever you have a chance, everybody take their turns. Look at this book, which is the houses, the street zones, all the costumes from the beginning to the end. That didn't include Bill and Ted's um, show that they do, which we also do costumes for that as well. So in the three months, well, it's two and a half from June, like June 20-something to September 29th was Halloween Horror Nights production. Before that, nothing. After that, nothing. It's done. We did like brand new 990 costumes. We made like pieces, 6,000. And so that ended up averaging 16 costumes a day from our 28 people. You guys are making 16 costumes a day? Yeah, from scratch. And that's for all the streets. When, when did you guys start? Um, Late, like middle of June and then ended September. Because it starts in September, right? September, mm-hmm. October is basically yes. four nights time. And so like, mine in particular that I know for sure that I did mm-hmm. from scratch was... um. Days in Halloween, and he would like cut their body parts off. The butcher, like uh-huh. the real life butcher from like back in the from 50s. American Horror Story. Oh, he's based on a real person. Mm-hmm. So yes, 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 yes. 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 Um, did his costume? Um, Didn't he try to kill the the witches in Coven? Was or is he? Um, was he in Coven? Right, that's the one. Yeah, he had I, to play jazz music. Yes, and yeah, I think that is the same yeah, character. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, and then I did a lot of Krampus. Remember, I I did a bunch of The Simpsons, not for Horror Nights. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then for Bill and Ted, so many alterations. Like now I like without that job, my alteration skills, they're good. But now they're like, because we would alter like 20 garments a day. That's like getting regular blue jeans and alter them smaller, making them bigger to fit any performer that they had. And that was thousands that are not even in this number. So we would do these new costumes and then alter all the other costumes. 
And it was so fun too, because I remember there was probably a couple times that one of the people like brought margaritas. And so like, we'd be doing our thing with margaritas. Yes. Man, it's so much more chill. Compared to Disney, like it's same thing as not began with Universal. Like they're just relaxed, (laughs) have fun. Not once did I ever get emotional something work related at work because it was always such a light-hearted fun place chill we would all just grab our projects and go sit at a big table where we can all just like do our project on our lap or we're all just talking about life and fun and did you see this did you see that like it was so fun so nice the people the sweetest people of all ages the manager was so nice as i like you know it was just another version of a dream job would you say you learned more at with your first year at universal compared to your first year as a pattern maker at Disney? No. No? No. Which is, that's funny too, because like I learned a lot at Universal Mm -hmm. and I'm so happy it's on my resume. I had a lot of fun, made some really good friends. However, (laughs) months in around the holiday time um, in September, so Halloween Horror Nights ended September, like sewing it. Yeah. Um, Then I get a call out of the blue from... I saved Donna's phone number. And so I see Donna and I'm hanging out with my friend Alex. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know, it might not be. Um, I'm like, this is Donna. Donna's calling me. What is she calling me for? Like, and this is like, I'm mid, like I'm working, loving Universal. And it's like, been months. Being nasty because Universal is just like a different world. <laughs> Environment. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, oh, hi, uh, this is Leanna. And she's like, Leanna, hi. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> and she's like, so we were like, do you, remember, do you remember when you took that pattern test like back in December? And I'm like, yes, because we're almost a year now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, so we're, we just moved to a new building and I remember you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, I would love to have you on this team here, but we need you to take the sewing test so we could see where you're at there. I'm like, yes, give me test, please. Like, I would love that. And so you had to do it all over again? No, it's another test. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you would have to, would you originally would have to do that? Yes. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'll tell you more in a little bit. So um, so I, I schedule it for like the next week. I go in. It's at another warehouse behind Magic Kingdom. Um, it's a three-hour sewing test. You have to sew a princess bodice. Um, the, they cut it for you. You just have to sew it together. Um, so the sewing test, you have to sew the bodice. Um, that's all they tell you. So it's up to you to iron it. It's up to you to cut your 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 threads it's up to you to make it pretty it's up to you to make it ugly you know <laughs> and so i'm so excited i got my bucket i'm sitting on my machine and it's funny too because even at that time there's people in the background that now i know and it's so funny like it's so funny um i'm doing my test i iron i clip my threads because i know nothing's better than a pressed seam people okay so it looks beautiful put it in my bin a couple of hours like i didn't need the three i think i just did like an hour and 15 minutes honestly um, here you go. I'm done. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. You can go. I'm like, okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Any bye. details? Are you gonna call me back? Uh-huh. Nothing. So then, probably the next couple of days. Uh, no, actually, rewind. Same day. <laughs> um, so I turn it in. There's this one woman there. She's I don't know what her role is, but she's like, so uh, we'll be able to like let you know. Like we usually, you'll you probably will start off as a seamstress because that's where everyone starts at. Like everyone's got to do their time, and that's like what you see here. Which the building where I was testing is Monday through Friday was sewing in the chips to every costume that's made. Oh, so they can keep track of it. Yes, but I that's remember, like and that's thousands of chips a day that you're sewing every single day. Can you imagine? That sounds horrible. Oh my god. And so I'm like, 
my brain's like, okay, like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, I, yes, I would love to do any of that. Like, this is honestly. OB a step closer mm-hmm. to what you want to do. Exactly. And and that's also on top of that. Um, when I had applied, flashback again to December, when I was telling people around me, th- there was at least, in every group that I told, there was at least one or two, like, <laughs> good luck. Like, I've applied for that. And no, you're definitely not. Or even if you do, you'll probably just be getting chips all day. Like, no, that's not like, that's not how it works. Like, you're not going to get there. Like, good luck. Good luck. Like so many of those bitches. And I just took it all. I never combated like, oh, I was just like, let me sew chips. Like, okay. Or one woman too. She was like, yeah, I actually applied for that. And they offered it to me and I left it because that's all they had me doing. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Okay, cool. Flash forward. <laughs> so then <laughs> that woman who's telling me like, I'll probably start for the same stress um probably be here at the workroom nsa nothing fancy i'm like okay sounds good um and in the back of my brain i'm like but donna told me about all these other cool jobs that i really really want and so a couple days later i hear nothing um a few days go by again and then donna calls me and she's like hi i'm like hi (laughs) and she's like so we want to offer you like a pattern making position i'm like I was already freaking out, like, for real, for real. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, so, like, would I start, like, in the sew room? And then I'll eventually, she's like, no, like, we want, you, there. we want you, like, on this team. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, um, um, it's this, that, and the other, mm. and blah, blah. And I was already like, yeah, like, we're just, tell me when it should come in. Like, I'm ready. I'm already here. Exactly, I'm already here. I'm just waiting I'm in the parking lot. I'm the door. Uh-huh. And she's like, okay, so we'll start you. Um, you'll do all your traditions, blah, 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 blah. Do it again. My Universal job was also Monday through Friday. So I go into Universal. I think Disney gave me two weeks. And I only think that because of this conversation. So I went into my manager at Universal's office. And I had told her when I got hired that I applied for Disney. And if Disney calls, I'm so sorry, but I am going to Disney. And so Mm -hmm. she was always like, okay, like, I understand. I understand. I want you. I love you. But I understand. Because Universal was also like a family. And um, so I'm like, hi. And she's like, (sighs) They called, didn't they? I'm like, like literally, I put my knees up. I'm like, they did. I'm, I'm so sorry. And she's like, and she's like, she's just so defeated. She's like, I, like, it sucks, and I'm mad. Like, are you sure you don't want to stay? Like, you've been here this long. I'm like, I know, but it's just like, it's like they've offered me pattern making. And she's like, well, we're literally about to, like, we're getting a pattern making system in like a month. Like, you don't want to stay. Like, you can be the lead on that. And I'm like. I can't like I I thank you like but I can't and she's like well do you need the two weeks or like are you leaving today I'm like no 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 they let me have the two weeks I touch it yeah and and she's like okay well do you want me to tell everybody or do you want me to I'm like <laughs> I would feel better if you did <laughs> she's like all right and then so like next couple of days she announced it and everyone was like damn it I'm like I'm sorry everybody I'm so sorry like I felt so bad I genuinely did and um <clears throat> so then we had a little fiesta because they're so nice had a sweet little goodbye like they were all so nice and then showed up at the warehouse at disney <laughs> and i was so excited the door was locked again <laughs> <laughs> um another guy named steve finds me and he's like hi so you're the new girl huh i'm like yeah that's me he gave me a tour walked me around i'm like like my heart's like <laughs> escaping my body and then he brings me to like this enclosed room and has, shows me this huge ass desk and is like this is yours i'm like shut up <laughs> he's like yeah no this is a uh, elizabeth sarah christy Chelsea, you know gave me a little <laughs> thing kathleen wasn't there i was already freaking out because i had a whole desk like it was it's huge it's like a seven foot long i was helping her make a training manual essentially 
So I made a whole thing, eventually made my way back to the patterning room, began being a pattern maker. Like, and that was the first day of the rest of my life, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because, again, looking back, like, having conversations now, they all hated me. Like, there's been many times when people get hired, and they're like, why is she here? Why? Like, send her somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? She doesn't need to be here, blah, 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 blah. And then now they're like, but we're so happy they mm-hmm. didn't send you away because, like, I'm doing my thing. Um, their training starts off as you do a week in the supply room, a week or two on the sew floor, um, and then a week with cutting. So that way you know who you're working with yeah. before you're about to be doing what you are going to do, which is pattern making. Okay, that makes sense. And um, so I did all that, and then I ended up staying in the supply room way longer than I needed to be, but I was really good at it. And it was, orga- it was organizing fabrics and notions and which is like buttons and snaps. And um, the woman who was there was leaving soon. It was a good first couple of, actually it was good the whole time. I loved everything about it. So as a Disney pattern maker, can you tell us some of the things that you've made that we've probably seen in the parks or parades or? So my very first project that I had that I took with so much pride, so much pride, was um, there's a show at Fort Wilderness Lodge called Hoop Doo. Mm-hmm. I think it's at Fort Wilderness. Um, and there's a part where they pull guests on stage to dance and make a fool out of themselves, essentially. I've never seen it, but this is what I heard. <laughs> so it's just a random prop dress that they did. And my project was to... They had them already, but to remake it to be a little bit more quicker, a little easier, since it's just a prop, doesn't need to be as fancy as it was. So I did everything that I needed to, um, had them all made. They were so beautiful. And then I remember like when they were done making them, you make friends, you make family. It's so nice doing an Instagram dive, which every single project that I've ever worked on, I do Instagram dives all the time to try to find them and find the people and see what they're saying and how happy they are. Most like more times than not, they're posting because they're so excited because they got to see or meet who mm-hmm. they love. But that was one of my favorite. Like I was crying, like I seen the comments. And what made that one even cooler was it's not a character per se. It's like it's seen this dress on hundreds of different people who are get pulled on stage and they're cry laughing because they're on stage making a fool out of themselves. You know, like they're on vacation, mm-hmm. they get to go on stage, they're dancing with cast members. Like that's so cute. Like it's so cute. Uh, loved it. Um, some of my favorite ones that are my my children Christmas per no it's not a new Christmas parade um a new section in the already long ass Christmas parade <laughs> where Goofy is now a steampunk Goofy Christmas <laughs> version though I was partnered with that with my friend also now just talking to one too real quick of like I okay so even on TikTok they made a Ratatouille in the film in the Ratatouille ride like that's fine people talk like Imagineers talking about working on shows and stuff all the time. Like, why do I feel so like I'm going to get in trouble? You're not working there right now. I'm not you're, working there. And home. and characters say I'm friends with. Yeah. If and they, I, if, I literally worked on it. They can say I was friends with this person. Like, I'm friends with Belle. I'm friends with... And they show the pictures of them. Not, not I don't think any executives... No offense. They're not going to find <laughs> it. <laughs> but, like, normal people to talk shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I think calling it a project is fine, right? Yes. So as a pattern maker, can you describe the process of bringing your designs to life? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think we should have a little, a little drinky drink. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's been a minute. Cheers it's been, me. It's been a hot minute. Cheers. We've had to do a couple <laughs> refills. Oh, I got a little stressed, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So 
I'll try to make it as simple as possible. <laughs> Not like it's my first days. So I will get a drawing from a Disney designer, an Imagineer. Mm-hmm. Imagineers will do all their stuff that they need to do, talk with your executives to decide what shows are coming, what designs they need. I don't really know too much about their process. So, but then they give me their final drawing. We will have um, a kickoff meeting essentially, and it's them talking about their key features in a particular garment, colors, important factors, like this needs to have a vent in it for sweat. This needs to be removable because we can't wash it. This is going to be in the daytime only. Like this is going to be worn by 10 different people a day, like key things like that. So we just were writing down all our notes. Um, They also have, it's the designer, the pattern maker, and the costumer of the three most importante people, as I'd like to say. Say it again. It's the... Designer, Mm -hmm. costumer, and pattern maker. Okay. So the costumer is the person who will be the sourcer of all the goods needed for the costume. So like the... The materials, basically? Yeah. Like if if the drawing was a green jacket, um, I'm looking at the jacket and how it's made. The costumer is like, okay, I'm going to go find all my best greens that would probably suit the style of the jacket and will probably suit what we need for where it needs to be, you know? Um, so that's their job. They will find all the buttons. Like I make button holes and button placement. They pick the buttons that have the designs on them. That has no designs. It has a finish that's gold, yellow, green, blue. Like they do all of that. So I don't have to worry about that. The designer doesn't have to worry about that. That's their job. I have mine. Designer has theirs. And so after that, I take the picture with me and I can begin pattern making. The way I do it, and I'll speak just on how I do it, because every single pattern maker does it 100% differently from each other. Like the people who sit next to me, we all start different. We all pattern different. Everything is different. Mm -hmm. And that's what's really cool about our job because they give us that freedom to be different as long as we give them the product that they want. I don't know if you remember this one, but there is a Guardians of the Galaxy rock band at Epcot. I will already just think in my head, we have to go with the facts that we already know, which is it's Epcot, it's summer, it's hot. So we need to make sure that there's holes and vents and areas for it to be breathable because they're going to be on stage all day. We need to make sure that parts are separated easy so that way wash can be done quicker and just the layering, like, but it still also at the end of the day needs to look like that drawing. Like they don't care what we do underneath the costume as long as the outside looks like the drawing. I've never seen that. I don't think you have. You weren't here. <laughs> um, so, so I did the bass guitars, um, vest, shirt combo. I think we started off with, it was going to be just one piece. The shirt is connected to the vest. So you just see, it looks like he's wearing a shirt with a vest over it, but it really is not. It's just one piece that he can just take off, he can take on. Has minimal layers, has a little bit of structure to keep the sleeves nice and pretty. What I'm talking about though is just the is the functionality of it. So we just have to think about that. So I will go through our pattern inventory essentially of either anything that I've made before or if there's pattern makers that I know that I trust that in the past and we can reference those patterns to have a base to start from so that we would have to start from scratch that we wouldn't waste time. So like I know there's properties that Disney has owned in the past or had rights to the, in the past 
like either they no longer or just have or just don't use anymore? Um, we keep every single pattern that we've ever made. They live on our system from the beginning of Disney. They still exist. Can you still find all those in your systems? Because mm-hmm. like the power, these two on the Power Rangers for like a couple years. Mm-hmm. So are all like the Power Rangers like yep. designs and shit in your systems for the most part? Yeah. Uh, and if there's that's... not, even if they're not in the system, then we have a paper pattern somewhere. But then if they're also not there, any of us can also make them yeah. in a day. <laughs> but the only uh, reason I want Disney to get Power Rangers back is because I know <laughs> I actually get to see them like mm-hmm. on like live or in stage and shit mm-hmm. like that. Literally, that would some of my days I would just pass time or sit on my lunch and just scroll through the patterns that we have. Like how fascinating and how talented these pattern makers are. So some do need upgrades though. I will say I will say my because Aladdin is Abu. my favorite. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Nightmares. The Abu you meet at the parks <laughs> gives me nightmares. Like, I look at him. And we all want it. We all and want it's it. And just like, please, please, it needs an upgrade. That's, he's scary. He you would not want to go up to him. to be cute. I know. I have big eyes. But when mm-hmm. you see Abu, <laughs> like, that's some, sh- oh, that's some nightmares. Ay, ay, ay. So, Disney, I know. Please. You know, I know. Just upgrade Abu, him. the hyenas, literally anybody in that whole Oh, the era. hyenas do look weird because they're. Trying to, they're walking on. <laughs> they're humpy. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't. I don't get it. I was aye, like, huh? Aye. They're trying mm-hmm. to. It feels like they're trying to make it look like they're still like on all fours, but mm-hmm. they're not. The little... And I know they. I guess they do kind of have like a little hump. Yeah. You, like I'm trying to imagine. There are better right ways, now. or just to not have them and have them be like a puppet. Yeah, just just something they can do mm-hmm. differently. Because exactly. Let's fix the boo. Let's fix the hyenas. Uh, man, it's funny because I know some that they are fixing, but mm. I can't say. Oh, this is top secret <laughs> in the vault. I can tell you when the mic's off. Okay, off the record, we'll I'll find out. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, listen, Wandy. You know, even random, real quick off the topic. I'm sorry, you had to edit this. It's but it's like fine. it's two episodes already. Ready to figure this out. <laughs> when I do edit, like I mean, when I do pattern making and stuff. Um, as I told Jose, like I cannot be a teacher because I do things so rogue. Like you that, don't like, follow the book. You're I don't like... follow the book. I like my brain just knows. Like I can't even explain why did you do it that way. Sure, there probably is a cute scientific reason, but most times it's like I just felt it. <laughs> like I have another question because <laughs> I've seen Jafar at Disney parks like in Aladdin, where he's either a face character or a, a mask character. Mm-hmm. So besides like the mask part, will they change the other part of the outfit mm-hmm. depending if it's mask yeah. or not mask? Yeah. Like face um, or not face, I guess. Mm-hmm. That happens actually for quite a bit of characters it, I feel they have like, two versions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple. I, the one I distinctly remember is, is uh, Jafar, but I know there's more characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like walk around versions essentially as well, where like um, the, the fairies from Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Um, they're in the parade, and normally when they're in the parade, they're like on a on a tier tower of like a hoverboard, mm-hmm. so they can fly essentially. Well, roll on the streets. Yeah. Um, That's some training. If I it's see. raining, <laughs> yeah. if it's raining, they can't roll, so they have to walk. So they have a completely different skirt for walking because it's like two feet shorter. Mm. It's like little things like little that. Thing, yeah. that Thousands of dollars, <laughs> but it's needed, <laughs> you know? Those inches count <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It's needed, which that's the type of stuff, too, that they would, in pattern making, they will let us know what they may or may not need. From scratch or from a reference, that swinging me back, um, I can do either or. Start from scratch or reference. Um, we have the capability that we do 3D pattern making now, which is the software's called Clo, building the costumes and garments in 
a 3D software on the computer and it simulates any fabric that you have, we can put in the fabric information so that it knows exactly what it'll do. And we have already in the computer, all of our favorite Disney characters like Donald, Daisy, Mickey, Minnie, we mm -hmm. have their bodies fully scanned so we can dress garments on their bodies. And where that came in super helpful is like it helps cut out that first fitting because we can make our costumes and just send that image to the designer. They can ride all over it, draw their little things, and then they send it back. And then we can make those modifications, like the simple ones, like actually the collar is a little too low. I want it a little bit higher. Instead of having a, normally what we would do like year, a couple of years ago, we, like this is in my time, um, I would fully just make a whole muslin sample, which is just plain cotton, make a full sample. And then they would like, actually, I want the collar up. So then I would have to do it again, make the final one again with the collar a little up. And then we would still keep going and keep making another one and another one and another one. Now with this 3D software, it eliminates all of that because we're more accurately producing patterns now than we have ever before. Time is cut like almost in half, not essentially. It's still a lot of work. Like pattern making on the computer is still just as hard as it is on paper. Mm -hmm. It's super helpful. It helps the designer also see where you're at in their image. And just the time it saves is ridiculous. But then, so once I do it on the computer, say it was from scratch or reference, I'll have my final sample on the computer or on a dress form. We will have a fitting review for it where they'll make their little tweaks to it, things that they want different or highlight things that are important. Then once that's done, the customer should already then have final fabrics chosen and or the final fabrics, but not in their correct color. So then that way we can make our garment in the final fabric so we can see exactly how it sits on the body, if it hangs a little different than the fabric we use. Like if it's a dress and I'm using cotton as a skirt, they'll provide me like if it's actually chiffon, it's gonna look way different. Like my pattern's gonna be different. Like an another long period where we can make those costumes again. If we wanna make them ourselves, we could. If we wanna send it to the floor to have someone else sew it together for us, we could, it doesn't matter. Um, we do another fitting with the final fabrics minor changes usually and then it's time for the final fabrics so then we make it again in the final fabrics um and then have a final fitting with a real human so that way they can see how it moves and make sure it's moving fine and then that's like the final fitting until mass production so at that fitting is when they'll have like all their final says of like actually um, let's put snaps there instead of buttons. Let's sit little things because by the time you get to that point, all the other stuff is already fixed. Mm -hmm. Like by the time you get to that point, everything's pretty much almost perfect. Is there any part of the process of you making the costumes where you're like, actually, this is not going to work. We need to do this instead. Or like you would tell them like, um, actually. My experience. Yes. My answer is no, because I am a bala. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I get it from my dad because my dad has his own handyman business. He's He's got an eye for anything, like for measurements, like for measurements. Mm -hmm. um, so I do too. If they, On my drawing, my, not to do my own horn, but my ratio eye is like spot on. And I always, my first fittings, nine out of 10 times, I hardly have any changes. And the changes that I would have anyways are not really pattern related. It's like aesthetic type of change mm -hmm. or like a, like little dumb things, like actually let's move this buttonhole. Or also what we all kind of do sometimes, 
sorry, but mm -hmm. we strategic pattern make and I'll start with something wrong so the designer can fix it. <laughs> so that way, a lot of times to anyone, not just the designer, but everyone kind of wants to change or do something to something. Everyone wants to have their own little exactly. mark on the costume. And I learned sorry. that pretty quickly, like mm -hmm. very quickly. And so after a while, I began to strategic pattern make. <laughs> like I'll do something intentional to be corrected so that way nothing else that I love gets corrected. Because yeah. mm -hmm. if I show them a perfect something, it doesn't matter how perfect it they is. Still wanna... They will still do yeah. something. And that's fine. Like that's 100% fine. Mm -hmm. I'm a pattern maker. It's my job to do what you want me to do, right? But is there <laughs> anything in the process where like they'll tell you to do A, but you're like, you already know like, that this will be better and you do something else and they're mm -hmm. like cool mm -hmm. so uh one of my favorite ones is uh voyage of the little mermaid ariel she just got a whole new redesign mm -hmm. last year it was like a two-year project because it kept changing over and over and over uh multiple ideas and opinions um and then at the end of the day for me at least it feels like i was like you know what give me a couple days let me make what i want to make and let me present it to you because it was, it's just such a fluid, uh, like her tail is such a fluid, beautiful ocean organic tail. And my designer, her notes were, think God's creation of a beta fish. Like think about you're sitting with God asking him, how'd you do that? And that's what I want. And I'm like, I got you. I, like, I got you. <laughs> let me do this for you. And she's like, okay. And then she wasn't able to come back because she had, she went on leave. Right. Uh -huh. So essentially it's my eye trying to make sure I do justice for Ariel, mm -hmm. for the designer, for the people who love Ariel. Yeah. Like, so I, my pressure's on, so I'm coming up with innovative ways to do things and it comes out for me so beautiful. And like anytime I would carry it like across the room, everyone's just like looking cause it's beautiful. The mm -hmm. colors are beautiful, which that's like on the costumer bought beautiful fabrics. Um, it's the like pleating. scaly kind of looking right yeah the it's like pleated all along the top and then the bottom portion itself is also pleated by um machine pleated like factory pleats not like we didn't do them it was mm -hmm. purchased that way um and then cut into shapes like a beta fish like i had so many pictures of beta fishes all over my desk <laughs> literally just mimicking and copying and i used weed whacker like um a weed whacker i don't know what that's called the plastic like the we, I think we record yeah. and it cuts like... And that's because I used Weed Whacker mm -hmm. once before in another project. And I had just thought of using Weed Whacker randomly because I had a... I did something outside of work where I used Weed Whacker. And Weed Whacker glows in the dark under black light. It glows in black light, like neon bright glows. And so I used it in a project at work. And then I suggested it for this because Voyage of the Little Mermaid has a whole black light sequence. Yeah. And at the same time, we were collaborating with the craft room and they do the painting of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, they have glow in the dark paint. So it ended up coming out to be like using weed whacker and the beta fish inspiration and the pleats and the the paints that like so bring when it goes to the black light section and the lights turn off, you could still see her fin when she moves it like a That's beta cool. fish glowing in the dark. Mm -hmm. One of my most proudest things, but like <laughs> that changed so many times. I have one, uh, another Minnie wears a wedding dress when she gets invited to weddings. Mm -hmm. So it's not it's not actually a wedding dress. It's called a she wedding dress. She wears a wedding dress no, at a wedding. It's called a wedding dress She's because one of those she wears people. it to weddings. <laughs> she wears a white at a wedding. Wow. Uh, it's pink actually. Mini. 
And for this one, it was also more, not um, more, but it, I had four designers because there are just issues in that realm. And each designer had their own opinions on how, uh, like say a basic belt. All I see is a rectangle. That rectangle to each designer looks completely different. So like that changed so many times, like the dress itself went through so many different waves because there was four actual designers and just one pattern maker. So I went through this whole time of working, um, not being upset whatsoever because I'm excited. Like, yeah, actually you don't like that. Sure. Okay. You don't like that. Sure. You want that again? Sure. You just said you don't like it. Okay. Let's do <laughs> it. Like, like that's my job. Like I love that part, mm -hmm. but it does happen all the time where you will start with something and it'll change or something will happen. And then you got to do it over. Like that did happen all the time, but it's our job and I loved it. So that's, that's all part of it. <laughs> Projects that you work on, like for the Disney parks, stuff we may have saw, seen like on parades or on stage or just meet and greets in general. Yeah. Um, oh, well actually rewind and then I will tell we'll you. We'll find out. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the final fitting, then comes where I will finalize my pattern to the T, like cross all my T's, dot all my I's, make it perfect. Um, and then write out instructions for how it's made because I'm not gonna make them all, someone else is mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, write out all the instructions. I will then place all the pattern pieces per fabric on a marker is what it's called. And that's for the cutters to cut out each piece in so many layers that I let them know um, per bundle, per costume, per garment, like it's all separated. And then so once they all cut it individually, they'll bundle it together and then they give it to the sew floor and then the sew floor makes all the garments and then they put them on the rack and then they go to the parks and then that's it. <laughs> However, that's not just it. That's, mm -hmm. So that's for entertainment, for shows and characters. Um, the other process that we do is for character development, which is essentially all the same thing except for those middle final fittings the costume flies out to california to marvel to lucas films to um disney pixar, pixar like yeah. um any of the character characters and that's like the marvel characters the star wars characters um and main characters that are being made like vampirina um the onward characters those have to get approved by the studios um, which is so cool. <laughs> and uh, I, w I would love to go one day, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, so then once they do their approvals or if they have any notes, which they do yeah. have notes sometimes, um, we come back, we fix it, we send it back, it comes back. And then from there, we do the same thing, write out the instructions, and we send it to the vault, which is another big warehouse with so many seamstresses. And that's where the mass production of characters is made and where they keep up with that production. So... Like if Woody needs a new belt, we'll never hear about it ever again. They will forever know how and will and can make Woody's belt for the rest of life until Woody never needs a belt again, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's what they do. They handle all that. Another thing that I just got into is the audio animatronics, which is the robots for all over the parks, all over the world. I'll do the same thing, but the pattern making is strictly in Clo on the 3D software compared to in the regular human type of costumes, we print it, we size it. We make it many sizes that we need. We're not 100% banked on the size that the computer gives me is the correct size of the person. Um, but for audio animatronics, that's 100% yeah. what change. it is. Mm -hmm. It does not change, which is so nice because you can pattern make as tight as you want. <laughs> and it fits make it fitted. perfect. Mm -hmm. 
So from, th from there, once I get a pattern, I will clean it up in another device called PDS, um, software called PDS, and then I will print it, send it to Epcot, and they will make it. And then they'll have fittings, same thing essentially, and then mass produce it. But also their mass producers, they just need like two. <laughs> like in China, if they have two, I mean, one robot just needs two costumes, one to change. And if it gets dirty, they'll take that one off and put on the other one and it'll stay on there for months, years even. Have you or your team made costumes for outside of Disney World? Like maybe mm -hmm. other Disney parks in other countries or cruise ships or stuff like that? Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about DCL. We make all of DCL's costumes, except not all of them. I lied. They outsource a lot of theirs to different vendors, but we do do a majority of the alterations for them. Um, they have an alteration space that they have near the cruise ships. I've never been there, so I obviously can't talk too much about it. But like we do do new builds in our workroom that we process the orders for, like the Aladdin show. I've made so many Aladdin pants, I can't even tell you. Can you make me one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Easy. Just drop that crotch all the way to the floor. You're good. Um, and then we do alterations for DCL ships. The characters, all of them up until... Just recently, because the vault also started, they have their own uh, character production team now as mm -hmm. well, but still majority of characters are built in my room, um, in our room, in their room. Mm. <laughs> All Marvel characters are built in our room. And so like those characters, like character characters are universal. Like they're all over the world. Like you'll find them, like the same Spider-Man you meet in California is the one built in our room by Sarah. Like, you mm -hmm. know, so it is all the same. And then occasionally an order from like Shanghai will come through, but it's, it's very rare. It's only because they have their own seamstresses and pattern makers out there. But sometimes if we have a costume that they like, they'll ask us for it and we'll just give it to them. If there's something for some reason that they can't do, we will also just do it for them. Does every theme park have their own like pattern making team or is it I just a so. few or like at least to the extent that what you guys do compared mm -hmm. like, are they just like alterations type of people? Mm -hmm. Not really, like, start from scratch and work our way up. Yeah, I think they used to have a full team in California, mm -hmm. but then they got closed down and they moved to here. So some of the people here are from there. But they do currently still have, like, two to three, I think, pattern makers. Mm -hmm. And they did do, like, they have new shows all the time. And I will visit and I will meet mm -hmm. them. I email them and it's so cute. Uh, like, the costumes they make are amazing. Like, they got to do that whole new parade that they just got with all the Coco and... Oh, and Moana and all that. Moana. That, we saw the parade on YouTube, mm -hmm. but I want to see it in person. <laughs> uh, their alibrijas that they made, like, mm -hmm. are so beautiful. Um, and But I think all the other parks do... They all have their own shows, so they do have their own workrooms. Aside from characters, I think they all do for their entertainment. Because we do all characters, but everyone has their own entertainment. So how we live in Florida, we also just so happen to do entertainment for them as well. Because we're not on property, we're off property. Can you list off some of the characters you've made? Yeah! Or customs you worked on? Now we are here! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome! Yeah, so I'm looking at my little bulletin board. You can't see it because it's a podcast. Right, but I will <laughs> post uh, the images that she talks about so you guys can see on all my social medias the projects that she's actually worked on, which are pretty freaking cool. So some of my favorite babies, or I can list just the majority. What was of, your first one? Um, first one was that can-can dancer, like I said. But my first character overlay entertainment babies was um, for DCL's 
which is Disney Cruise Line's mm. Marvel Day at Sea show, I did Chippendales t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they're Loki and Thor. It's so cute. Like, they're just standard t-shirts. Nice little rib. Mm. Yeah, right there. Like, right on the left. You see, they're, like, posing. Oh, okay, okay. I can see it. <laughs> and Pluto's cool. collar, which is a standard cute uh, triangle collar with a little bow. Those are my very first ones. And I was so excited because Chip and Doe are the cutest. And Oh, now I see Minnie's wedding dress thing. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so Minnie's wedding dress that she wears to weddings, whatever they choose. Uh, Vambrina was one of my first character characters. Um, it was a partner project. Like, I birthed her, you know. Because <laughs> she was doing this until you made her. And what's really cute is I did, when I was doing all my research, how I like to research mm-hmm. things, um, I found the creator of Vampirina and just reading her oh, story I do remember. in general. You said she released some, yeah. like, uh, the books on, like, online first, right? And Disney, and Disney just Disney picked it up. It. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. And now people are meeting Vampirina. Like, that's I so keep nice. keep that in mind. Disney just likes to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, at Riviera Beach Resort, Daisy has this really cute ballerina outfit. If you go meet Edna Mode and visit all of her... She has, it's like a costume warehouse walkthrough where all her costumes are displayed. Oh, I do remember you working mm-hmm. on that one. That's the Incredibles um, area, right? All the Incredibles. Yeah. Dash, Mr. Incredible, Mrs. Incredible. It's cool. I remember you making those. My Fallen Soldiers, which are canceled shows, is my <laughs> Lightning McQueen dance party. <laughs> and my Incredible Summer, I think it was called. Um, her name is Electric Girl. One of my most proudest um, my part my proudest pattern making was her because she's like an all spandex but super pieced and one of the designer who was her designer um was always known for like you better do a good job and i did and he was so excited and i was so excited too and she's so beautiful but one of my favorites too is steampunk goofy at the christmas parade he's so nice um the whole band of baker boys uh funny fact the hat they're wearing costs more than the costume really <laughs> the whole costume oh daisy's halloween she's a little witch so i got to make a little daisy witch costume and then those are just like the scratch ones like mm. ones that i've done where they're redos to make them more efficient also my favorite things cheetah and festival of the lion king i'm real proud of her <laughs> wait you used to work festival of the lion king right mm-hmm. yeah full circle <laughs> All right, can you tell us some of your Disney accomplishments that you've had with the company? Yes. So I started in 2016, up until now, 2015. College program was 2015, yes. Okay, so 2016, up until now. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a pattern maker, <coughs> <laughs> I wrote them down. Actually, I'm looking at my resume in case anyone wants to know. Uh <laughs> So one of my favorite things that I've built up for myself as a pattern maker is to be requested as a pattern maker, which I finally was, and I'm so excited. And I was recognized for my pattern work. That was the type that minimized cost and construction for garments, and that's cost in in um, and that's like trying to figure out new ways to make an already made garment be less expensive to make and easier to make. So it's two birds. Um, I did that. And even one case in particular, it was down by 53%, <laughs> which I'm real proud of that. Um, another thing that I did Disney was to save all the money they exactly, can. Please see, they need it. They need, they need their money. ones. <laughs> they need it. Um, but I did that for many things actually. Like there were so many projects that I 
would rework to make them easier and more efficient. One of the four keys of Disney. Um, for, I think it's in, I don't remember what month it was, but Women's Month, you know when that is? That Women's History Month, um, I want to say, I don't know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I should wow. know. I hear the woman. <laughs> I know. Weirdly, I want to say it's February, but that's no, not that's, because that's, that's Black, Black History. History Month. They wouldn't do it on the same no, month. No, they... that'd be rude. That'd be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for Women's History Month, uh, Eisner's Magazine, which is Disney's magazine, put out a request for like nominate your Women of the Month, and I nominated my whole team because all of the pattern makers on my team is just women. Like it's all seven women now. Like there was men, yes, mm-hmm. but they all left, and um. The seven women, I was like, not only do I know one woman, but I know seven. Let me tell you about them. It's the seven dwarves. The seven dwarves. And they love and they laugh. And But, like, I told them just, like, how talented these women are and how lucky I am to be on their team. And, the like, how pattern making is so underrated and under the radar and not really appreciated. It's like, I want these women for once to feel appreciated. Like, you meet a character that pattern came from somewhere like it's literally we are the part that does the making it come to life like you need us you know so i nominated them and we got put in the magazine so they send like fancy photographers and we all got all super cute and took cute photos for it it was so cute and the women were so excited and like just so thankful for the simplest thing that i could have ever done Mm -hmm. and it really made me Day. like I'm so proud of them even today I'm proud of all of them they all make me so happy um and then another thing that I did that I'm very <laughs> proud of was I was often a host of retirement parties yeah I dressed up most of the time <laughs> as Mickey Mouse <laughs> so you wore many hats exactly exactly yeah I made cards I pattern made I was a host I was the technology girl. Like, I helped people with their Wi-Fi on the phone. Uh, so it's just a bunch of old people not knowing how to turn it off and exactly. on again. Exactly. If you had, like, email questions, I was their go-to girl. Like, Liana, I need your help. As of right now, no longer work for Disney. Mm-mm. But. I'm a free lady. <laughs> you're a free woman. What is your next goal? Like, what do you want to do? What is your career? Like, your mm-hmm. dream jobs? Or even maybe what you're working on now, like. On my life plan, like I was going to work for Disney for five years. Easy. That's five. No big Mm -hmm. deal. Learning all that I could, unless if Disney rocked my world, which they did, I would stay longer, like Mm -hmm. just longer. I I could stay here and finish my life here, you know? Um, But as far as I knew in my brain, my plan was five years because then I'll be 30. And then I wanted to move to New York to work on Broadway Um, So also within the Disney realm of Broadway musicals Mm -hmm. and shows and do that for a little bit. And then again, stay there for one year or if it took off, stay there for longer, finish my life. Um, But then if not one year, and then I was going to go to California and work at studios for Disney movies, um, just source and become uh, like be a part of a team to make costumes for movies, TV shows, whatever. Um, But then one day my final goal is to (laughs) win an Oscar And I have written that down in every book that I can remember since I was like in high school deciding what I wanted to do. So now that's what I'm going to do is get an Oscar. However, none of us expected this (laughs) pandemic to happen. We all had a little pause on all of our life goes. 2020 is supposed to be the best year ever. And it turned out being the worst worst year ever. Like it's not even cute. 
And so Disney had to let go thousands of its employees, and I was one of them. As much as I love Disney, it sucks, and it kind of throws a wrench in my plan. However, like it's a pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's not like they just decided, all right, bye, everybody. It wasn't because you weren't good at your job or what you do, because I've seen what you do, and it's fucking amazing. (laughs) Thank you. It was just... It's, numbers it's and data and exactly. it's like hey we can't they can't do it and and it's fine and i for the year 2021 i'm technically on a callback list should they ever need pattern makers again mm-hmm. um but for the time being it's looking like my lease is here until middle of next year i'm gonna push my social medias which is like tiktok youtube um instagram and currently my plan is to pattern make in the 3D Clo software. And I'm not exactly sure yet if it's going to turn into like a teaching type of thing. I don't think it is because like I said, I'm a bad teacher. Just but show, more like, so just what? showing people what mm-hmm. this can do. Do a few quick tutorials and maybe do like a series on easy pattern making and or how to make a costume easier or tips and tricks from like an ex-Disney pattern maker. Like I learned a lot from Universal and from pattern making and from just anything that I've ever done, um, Universal and Disney. But like trying to figure out what I want to do, but also with still being in a pandemic is a little iffy, but I will figure it out. So new plan as of right Mm -hmm. now is push my social medias, work on my clo projects, come up with my art prints, push it, sell it, uh, make money on the side, and then since I can't do my five years, which was next year, um, just start reaching out now to film studios and see what happens, just start making contacts. And then like literally right now, it's safe to say like, I'm just seeing how these next couple of months go. Yeah, I guess right now, nobody really knows what's gonna be happening the next Mm -hmm. couple of weeks more than usual. So, you know, you're gonna find what what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you already got a couple hits on your tiktok yeah, i did couple i made a thousand cute little video views. i'm so excited which my tiktok's lemonly lifestyle i don't think it's gonna change anytime soon l-e-m-o-n-l-e-e mm-hmm. and then lifestyle. lifestyle i should have to spell out lifestyle for you guys i think <laughs> you guys can figure out that part same for instagram same for youtube all the social medias mm-hmm. yeah because lemonly it's a lifestyle you know <laughs> i was thinking of also trying to be like a optimistic life pusher but i gotta get out of that narcissistic show <laughs> i don't know i just want all my friends to succeed is that so bad not at all i mean i just want to see what what you can do all your skills i know you can do so much and i've seen some of the projects you're working on right now which are Thanks. just fucking cool and then as a nerd fan on certain things i'm just like oh my god i, really, I want one yeah starting with the my hero yes academia series uh I will probably do a Hamilton series because it seems fun. Eliza. And then just honestly, I'm just going to go based off TikToks and make all the costumes that I can, mm-hmm. which essentially will give me the prints of the costumes. But then I will also have the patterns of the costumes and I could also sell those as well. So <laughs> I can see you starting off making all this stuff, going to conventions, becoming big, That'd selling cool. your shit at conventions, <laughs> and then just becoming a like influencer mm-hmm. in this, you know... Uh, entrepreneurship world and nerdy shit world if you can dream it you can achieve it we're all trying to do our own thing right now and so far you're ahead of the game (laughs) 
you're ahead of the game. You got four podcasts recorded. I'm I'm working. We'll see how it actually does. I'm still learning how to to correctly, you know, produce, edit topics, speaking. You know, we're I'm, I'm doing. I'm trying. We're doing. We're, we're, doing, we're, doing we're all great. Learning. Um, where can people find you, and where can they follow you to see all the shit that you're making? That's uh, fucking so- amazing. Definitely Limitly Lifestyle everywhere. And I think it will just, it's going to stay that for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And in 10 years, you're at the Oscars. Got it. Got it. Yes. All exactly. right. Thank you for listening to my fourth episode. Don't forget to like, rate, comment, and subscribe to help my show reach more people. New episodes are going to come out every Wednesday. You can follow the show on all social medias by searching at Warning Tap. So W-A-R-N-I-N-G-T-A-P. But without further ado, I'm Wanji. I'm Liana. And this has been your warning tap.